I don't have the energy to do a energetic intro tonight on Puzzle After Dark. I guess that was kind of energetic. Uh, it did have a little bit of energy yeah, to it. Hey, it's the, it's the last After Dark before Spooky Season. It's also the first show we've done in over a week. <laughs> Shit, really? Yeah, the last show we did was Curse of Strahd last Tuesday. Shit. Yeah, so if you, kept happening. if you were sitting there thinking, oh, thank God they're finally done, well, <laughs> you, you got us for another month, I'm afraid, because we planned way too much to back out of October this year. Uh, but this is After Dark. Jesse Kimball is right. I will introduce him in a second. This is the final After Dark before we head into the uh, October season, and you know what that means. I'll explain what that means here in one second. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host tonight. Uh, yeah. With me, of course, we've got Jesse Kimball. He's going to do the so co-owner, many things in just a second. The co-owner of Podzilla 1985, Jesse Kimball. That's that guy that I Original am. host of Penta Nerd and the creator of the River City Belchers. Oh, God. <laughs> that name never happened. I refuse to believe it. <laughs> and with good reason. Man with good cause. Also with us tonight, <laughs> Shelby Chan. Hello. Or maybe Lindsay. I forget who goes next. Lindsay's here. It's usually Lindsay. Okay. It's fine. Lindsay, I'm here. Lindsay looks like Casper I'm the Friendly asking. Ghost I'm white friend. I'm making signs for my table tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Tanner, we're locked up. Oh, uh, no. Damn it. I, oh, can't, I cannot make the joke I was going to make. I'm going to send it to Jesse Kimball specifically because of this. All right. Tanner, I have one catchphrase yes. for you. Quack. I'm not watching it. I'm not going to do it. Why? Why not? Tanner's video is frozen. Uh, <laughs> Jesse, I sent you a joke that I won't say out loud. Based on this interaction that we just had. That's... Oh, God. Did she get it? <laughs> She didn't see it, no. Oh, she's uh, freaking out about it. She's playing Harvest Moon. Oh, uh, well, my baby chicky just hatched. I got baby chicken. And, and she now has a baby chicken. I got it. What do I name it? Once upon chicken. a time. Uh, Tendy. Once a... Uh, see, I usually do nugget. <laughs> we, we used to... We used to do the show live with each other at Gaming Grounds at Cape Girardeau. And there would be times where we would be doing the show and I'd look down at Lindsay and, and various other people and they would be on their 3DSs uh, playing video games while we're trying to record. And I remember looking at Jesse and Jesse would look at me. How the times have changed <laughs> when it's a relationship now. We can no longer look at each other. Yeah, but you can snitch her out. Then, <laughs> then I'm Listen, aware. I have to fill this Harvest Moon craving I've got because they're re-releasing A Wonderful Life uh, and it's going to be basically A Wonderful Life special edition that they was like the third iteration of that game after they did Another Wonderful Life well, uh, I need it now and I can't have it now so I'm doing this <laughs> it is A Wonderful Life to be fair and um, we're celebrating the life of Coolio tonight um, oh yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, I'm pretty bummed out about that. Coolio, a lot of my white friends that I know, Coolio was their first dip into hip-hop culture. 
So he was a gateway drug. Gangsta's Paradise was one of the biggest uh, rap was, songs of all time. I was about to say for me, like it, it happened kind of like uh, I, I would say tangentially from that because it was Amish Paradise was yep. what I heard first. Same. <laughs> then I heard was, uh, we, Gangsta's we Paradise. We discovered plus, Coolio through Weird Al. Right. And then, the, you know, he did the Keenan and Kel theme song. And I mean, that was good shit. We are very different. I <laughs> <laughs> well, Which I yeah. will say yesterday scrolling Facebook I saw Weird Al's pass uh post for Coolio as well. Yeah, he he definitely uh did some um god damn that's not what I looked up. Uh yeah, he did a, a tribute to it and it was very very sad. Also Futurama apparently he recorded some lines for Futurama that will be um in the next season because he's he was coming back for the last, for the next season. I forgot that they even uh, were doing another season of Futurama, but that's fine. It's fine. It's it'll probably be good. It's just taking forever. It'll probably be good. This is what the fourth time they've renewed the show, so it's more than that. This time, <laughs> this time it's forever, baby. Man, this, I don't know about all that. This time they're not going anywhere. So yeah, Coolio died. And what's bad is very sad about that. Like of all the, because they've ended the show several times. And they keep doing the sappy ending and then have to walk that shit back every time they get renewed. Well, like, I just really liked, uh, like, the last ending they had. Like, I I really liked that final episode. You know, you want to do it again, and then, you know, it, it goes on. Like, you could, you could obviously continue the series from there, but I just really like that as an ending spot. Yeah, sometimes things can have an ending, and that's okay. Not everything has to go on forever. Also with us tonight, and goddamn, as a preview for this month, the man himself, Tanner Calvert. Did I introduce him? No, I don't I don't know. Hell, I, I still don't know if you can see me or not, or hear me. We can't yeah, now. We, we can, can, we can always hear you. Hear you. Yeah. It was just your, yeah, your video just kind of froze for a second. Mm. It actually I, is looking good now. You're fine. Tanner is here because tonight is the last episode before the last after dark before spooky season before it turns into terrifying Tanner Thursdays and tonight we will be discussing 31 things to watch as we do every year although the rumor is that they're running out of movies to recommend I do not have that problem I have 11 movies here two of which I gave to Lindsay because she was struggling oh shit I I just have like TV episodes Fuck yeah! I did not see that message about like you bring a list. I was thinking we were just gonna do the list we didn't do last week about arcade games. Nay. No. <laughs> Whoops. None of Fuck. us are prepared. What is the list? Uh, shit to, to watch, watch during October. Halloween. Oh, okay. I got this. Yeah, because I I didn't see the messages. Uh, this is what happens when we all fail to communicate. But I have faith that you can bring it back. I have faith that you can. You can you can get a handful of films or television shows, operas, radio plays, stage performances, or audio podcasts to listen to this October season, which would all fill the realm of spook. The realm of spook. Now, while you, you just do that, you just made this list easier for me. Thank you. Well, like, I, I was already I done. Did. I was already done, but. I decided now I'm not going to add some more stuff to it. Technically, we only need like six apiece, and I've got seven. I've got more than seven. Do what you can. I want to read a letter to you guys that I received from Mrs. Marie Smith. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Marie Smith is a lovely woman, I assume, as women go. And she wrote to me uh, thus, Dearly beloved, 
I had to contact you after praying over my situation. See, I have been recently diagnosed with a complicated case of cancer of the breast and diabetes, which has affected my hearing and to an extent my speech. I am Mrs. Marie Smith, 58, widow to Mr. Idrisu Smith, former defense attached to the embassy in Malaysia. My husband died in a plane crash with our only son, Elvis. Due to my strong religious background, I've decided not to remarry after his death. Before his death, he made a vow to use his wealth for the downtrodden, orphanages, and the less privileged in society. Having known my condition, I decided to donate this fund to an individual, or better still, a God-fearing person who will utilize this 2.6 million USD the way I'm going to instruct here. I want an individual that will use this fund to provide misspelled word I can't even pronounce to poor and indigent persons uh, orphanages and widows and for propagating peace I took this decision because I do not have any child that will inherit this money and my husband's relatives are not inclined to helping poor persons and I do not want my husband's hard earned money to be misused or spent in the manner in which my late husband did not specify I do not want a situation where this money will be used in an ungodly manner in case anything happens to me tomorrow as well what I require of you is your honesty trust and sincerity Please give me the following details. Your full name, your address, occupation, and phone number. <laughs> God damn. Kindly get back to me through my private email, which was provided. God bless you and your family, Mrs. Marie Smith. Well, a couple things, Marie. You old dying bitch. I don't have any family. So, good luck to you on that one. I'm not a godly person. And I vow to misuse every dollar of the $2.6 that I now have in my bank account. Cocaine parties for everyone. Abortions for everyone. Oh boy! Little tiny American flags for everyone else. What the fuck, Sam? <laughs> so you gave her your bank account? She uh, she paid out? Well, she hasn't paid out yet. It's coming. Oh, okay. I she got promised you. though. It'll it'll happen. She it's said coming. she said she's godly. Don't you trust God? Oh. <laughs> uh, Rock flag and eagle, baby. You if, know it. If Tanner wasn't frozen right now, he'd be laughing. <laughs> oh, the face that Tanner's making, too. I got to see if I can screenshot this here. Ah, uh, nope. There you uh, go. He's like, oh, I got my. it. Right in time, baby. I think I'll be using part of my $2.6 million to buy Tanner better internet. <laughs> <laughs> this I vow. <laughs> so next, he looks like a Minecraft skin in that picture. A little bit. <laughs> he is. That's Burly Bill, bit. the Minecraft character. Burly Bill. I like it. Can somebody quick throw that into like a Minecraft skin creator and just like make Tanner a Minecraft character? I did watch that. That was pretty good. He comes equipped I with mean, a, pick sack, a pickaxe and a raccoon. <laughs> and and if you catch it at the right time of day, he'll step toe. He'll step toe the, uh, to freedom. To freedom with the raccoon. You open up his dirt house and it is full of buckets. This <laughs> 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 uh, that's what he bathes in. Yeah, the buckets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. That's fucked up. <laughs> Uh, so here, here's our promise that we do every year when it comes time for October. We promise uh, for the entire October season, no, no politics, no politics. We don't, we don't talk about what's happening in the world. It's strictly, it's, it's going to be all dedicated time. to spookiness. With that said, before that, 
before it's October. What Not October the, yet. What the fuck is going on with the, the with the Republican Party and especially Trump? Have you seen this shit? They're doing this this hold the hand up with one finger at Trump rallies now, like it's the goddamn Hunger Games. I've seen oh, Donald Trump. No. He doesn't look hungry. <laughs> they're just holding up a finger because I mean, Hunger no, Games they're is doing, like multi they're doing fingers. This. They're they're holding up one finger like this. This everyone look it up. Everyone's doing this. This is so their they're symbol. counting their brain cells. They're counting how many they're, they're pointing at him. They're counting how many terms he got. One term. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he'll ever get. I'm dead serious, man. It's getting it's getting scary. There was one GOP oh, congressperson who said that the, the there is a lot of pressure. And they're going to make it happen that when if the Republicans take back the House and the Senate in the midterms, they're going to vote to impeach Biden for no reason. They are just yeah, going they, to impeach they have, him. Yeah, they have no legitimate reason to do it. They just want to do it. Be like, yeah, see, see how it feels. See, see how it feels. The Republican uh, Party has lost their stupid. fucking mind. Do you hear about the uh, the ultra godly uh, woman of God? Uh, Miss Marie all, Smith. All life and marriage is sacred. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, yeah. No, I've heard a lot about her. Uh, so she cheated on her husband with uh, a gym manager, and they're now divorcing. I did not hear about this. That is very funny <laughs> to me. Shelby, um, I called it. Oh, you heard Aww. about you heard about Marjorie Taylor Greene? <laughs> I just I don't remember this conversation. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a, a <laughs> truly awful human being, and most yeah, of no. them are. Most um, of them are. Oh, most of the. At what point yeah. do you? Most of the Republicans yeah. I know are no longer Republican because the Republican Party has lost their goddamn mind. It's what was it like? It's done. Not even two years ago that she uh, voted to make gay marriage illegal because she believes in the sanctity of marriage between a man and a woman. Uh, apparently not so much that she wouldn't cheat on and then divorce her husband, but you know. Oh, to be fair, did you see the dude's abs? I didn't, but I didn't. I'm assuming I they're godly. Um, <laughs> yeah, this would be the part where I go, you could find this all out in an all new episode of I of No Turning Back with Shannon Young, but I, I'm not doing one anytime soon, so um I can't wait to see what happens during October when I I will continue my vow of not talking about politics on the shows. But right now, Holy shit! The world's going insane. It's going absolutely insane. I and, oh, and then I'm uh, everybody is freaking the fuck out. Uh, I say bothered. everybody. Uh, the Republicans are freaking the fuck out because uh, Kamala Harris accidentally said North Korea instead of South Korea when referring to longtime uh, U.S. allies. Oh, uh, clearly she's oh she's uh, not fit for office because she she misspoke. Well, you know, we, we haven't even touched on the fact that uh, Vladimir Putin has flat out said he's going to use nuclear weapons against yeah. Ukraine and then said, I'm not bluffing. Like, because oh, Ukraine, Ukraine is not going well for him. It is not. We got Tanner. So, <clears throat> so apparently it's come to light that uh, somebody, no names, like they didn't actually say who it was, but I'm sure you can guess, has made a phone call to Putin, like got on a secure line, was able to contact Putin, uh, and was able to drop enough knowledge on him that Putin has kind of backed down on his nuclear threats. Somebody scared the shit out of him from the White House. Oh, okay, then it wasn't Trump, because you said from the White House. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, no, Trump to... is running everything from the shadows. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. right. That's right. Uh, He's in that uh, that Q cabal that stops Democrats from sexually assaulting children in the basement of pizza places. That's exactly correct. I don't. Exactly under... correct. All jokes aside, all jokes aside, I know I'm a sarcastic asshole. We all are. But I don't understand. I don't understand how this has become like... Like, people actually believe this shit. I don't understand how people hear all this and, like, actually think that this is real. I, I've never, I've never been more afraid to be a normal American than I am right now because these Republicans, and that's what they are. It's no longer, it's no longer fringe Republicans. It's no longer hard, you know, hardcore right extremists. It's just the Republican Party now because most of the Republican Party either follows it or sanctions it. So it's no longer, we no longer have to put the thing up. Well, some Republicans are okay. At this point, they're not. The Republican Party is scaring the shit out of me. And if they don't scare you too, you better check your blood pressure yeah. because With if it's like mine, it like, might be going. The goddamn human trafficking that's been happening? Like, we never talked about that either. Martha's Vineyard and Chicago? Oh, yeah. With uh, DeSantis sending migrants uh, in, in uh, very clear. Luring, yeah, luring migrants in under false pretenses, talking about like jobs and opportunity. Yeah. Uh, just get on this bus. And it, they just took them and dropped them all off at Mar- uh, uh, Martha's Vineyard. You know what it, it, it what it's exactly like. You know what it's what, it, it's exactly like the reverse freedom rides. It's the same thing. Like I don't understand how people aren't like more upset about this. I mean, a lot of people are upset about this, just not the right people. Everyone should be upset about this. Lindsay, you know what the reverse reverse freedom rides are? No. It was it was during oh, it was the 50s, 60s, the civil rights movement when the, they would trick black people into getting on buses with the promise of better opportunities in another state and housing and like all of these promises. And then they would just ship them to other states and drop them off and go, good luck. It's the same thing. They lied to them because they wanted to get them out of their state. It's the same thing. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And, and, and Jesse, please, for my sake, for my sake. What what political party does Ron DeSantis belong to? <laughs> Would you believe that he's a Republican? Oh God, damn. give it, give it, God damn! Oh. I know right. it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. All right. Well, I guess that's all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I God got, damn it! I ain't got time. Let's get to tonight. Now that Shannon is depressed. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jesse, did you get your list done? Uh, I've got three movies so far. We'll we'll get there. We'll we'll do it as we go. So tonight we're continuing the tradition as we do before every October of things to experience. It started with watch. It was movies to watch in October, but then everyone but me ran out of horror films. So then it became uh, things to watch in October. And at this point, it's that's not just- true. I have never done anything that's not a movie. I didn't say. No, that's not true. I did Brooklyn Nine Nine. You did. My bad. I did you Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'm sorry. Therefore, right. therefore, uh, this year it's just stuff to do in October. It could be picking, media to enjoy. It could be picking posies. It could be grave robbing. Administering administering of uh, medicines to people who aren't sick. Man, no. so uh, one thing that I'm doing. Uh, that I'm super excited about. So for the the bachelor party, uh, my brother booked a, an escape room up in St. Louis, 
the theme of the escape room is haunted hotel. That sounds fun. Hmm. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm a little jealous. I also did it an escape room, and it was great. Don't get me wrong; I loved every minute of it. But ours was the bank heist, and I was like, "Oh, dang! If I had had like a haunted themed one, that would have been perfect." I am, I mean, I'm super excited about it. I am also excited. I am doing a an escape room later this year uh, that is themed after the uh, Republican National Party convention, and. As the only sane person, I have to escape. What the fuck, Shannon? It's going to be a <laughs> lot of fun. A lot of fun. But tonight we're talking well, I mean, about- Shannon, you're fine. You're white. Like, you'll blend right in. <laughs> Just don't tell them I'm Irish. Because that might be a... We might not be nah, okay. They, they stopped caring about the Irish years ago. You're fine. Oh, most of America did. Don't worry. <laughs> we're, we're, we're... Look... We are are just fine. Like we are the correct shade, even though we're Irish. We it's are, okay. We are like whoa, whoa. What you're using that we are awful liberally there, friend. I said we're okay. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm Scottish. Okay, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> uh, we, I thought you were using that as a blanket statement. No, because no, Lindsay sure is shot. Well, I'm not Irish. Lindsay's definitely not Irish. No. Yeah. I'm very much German and English. So Lindsay's really okay. They might they <laughs> might they might make Lindsay the new queen. That's a definite possibility. Yeah. Shelby, what are I you? <laughs> the palest Italian. <laughs> Wait, you're Italian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Jesse, I'm fucking disgusted. Why do I feel like that's a new comic strip, The Palest Italian? <laughs> well, like, it's it's actually kind of funny if you look at some of her extended family and, you know, her sister. It's very funny to see, like, how different they all look. That's kind of like, how... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, there's, a, there's a weird mix of, like, Scottish-Italian in my family, and I very much got the Italian build but the Scottish coloring. And my siblings got the Scottish build with the Italian coloring. So, and I was like, we don't look related at all. <laughs> so Scottish and Italian, you're a scallion. Yes. <laughs> my dad, my dad's side of the family is Native American. And my mother's side is Irish. And you can tell my dad's side is Native American because my dad looked very Native American. I got the nose. And then I got the Irish everything else. So didn't inherit a drinking problem. Native Americans had a specific kind of nose oh yeah have you never native americans have uh well, is this gonna get racist at some point because like, they have, like they, have higher, they have higher cheekbones yeah like like if you look at like you guys if you look your cheekbones kind of sit further down on your on your cheeks whereas like with me they sit up higher like closer to the eyes are you inferring that you're more native american than i am you well, just can't I mean, let me have fact, anything, can you? I know for a f- I mean, I'm not saying you in particular, just like you weren't saying me in particular was Irish, but I didn't I'm say saying, I like, didn't say anything about anything because I'm also I never told you guys this, but I'm also I love that we're having this huge conversation over what variety fucking white we are. Okay, but all right, but tell me more about Venn diagrams. Speaking of white, can we talk about how they made Diglett worse? Let's talk about oh, well, whoa, Lindsay, time out. is that actually a Diglett? If you look yeah. at this Venn it's, diagram it's of a Diglett. It, it is a regional variant. Yep. What happened? Oh, I'll look up New Diglett. New Diglett. Wiglet looked There's like a penis. Well, also sounds kind of weird. Uh-huh. 
No, no. What made it worse right now is the event in Pokemon Go where you see a shadow of Diglett with a hat on. That looks like a penis, too. What? Why is he? Yeah. He's a water type. He's wiggly. What? My favorite one is where the hands come up, like the hand comes through the ground. That's very Elden Ringish. That's very scary. Yeah. It's very yeah. disturbing is yeah. what it is. Well, it's erotic, too, in he a way. Did I watch this movie? Very erotic. No, but I meant to. That's you can't do yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, this is a terrifying thought. Like if there is there is no it's just <laughs> Oh, no, I don't like that picture. I don't like Wiglet as a whole. Alright, so Same. let's let's do it. Let's jump into it. Movies uh, things to watch and experience this October for spooky season. Let's start with Jesse. All right. Uh, Jesse's fiance, Shelby. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Send that to the group. They'll enjoy it. Oh, no. Okay. Yes. Uh, And then uh, he did say Jesse's fiance, Shelby. I did. The Italian stallion, Shelby Jackson. Okay. So the first thing, I want to save one, and I'm really hoping no one takes it from me because I really want to start with. the War of the Worlds, basically the alien invasion oh. uh, radio series done by Orson yes. Welles, an adaptation yes. of uh, the book done on the radio, and it convinced so many people that there were actually aliens landing and invading on Earth that like it caused hysteria. It, uh, <laughs> just reading know, about it is amazing. You know what? What's sad is that like. I know about that. You know about that. And I feel like everyone here knows about it. But there are so many people now growing up that have no idea that that happened. And that was such a revolutionary moment in time uh, that Orson Welles trolled the entire world. And he didn't even mean to. It's not like they did it, it on purpose. Yeah, it was just so, a stage play. Oh, Lindsay's got yeah. it on the tape. Nice. Yes, nice. I've actually got it downloaded on YouTube, and just like as soon as October hits, like I'll be working on something, and I'll just have it playing in my AirPods. Jesse, will you uh, will you keep track of these uh, picks, please? Uh, yeah, yeah. Boy, uh, <laughs> boy, he doesn't want to. Like, no, I, it's because I'm also still trying to get my list going. So oh, I'll tell you what. You know All what? Right. No, you know what? For this this year, I'll take uh, I'll take over this time. I'll do it this time. I've got eight on my list right. already. I was well, like, I was like, oh shit, I can do this. I'm down. So we'll see. So as far as the math goes, everybody gets five, and whenever there's one left over, Hunter requests that one of us do that movie. So if no one's picked that movie, I say let that be number thirty-one. How does everyone get five, and that equals up to thirty? Uh, I'm thinking there were six here. See, it's the spirit. Everybody of, needs six. It's so the six. Hannah's it's doing the, my kind of math. It's the spirit of Hunter that sob. <laughs> All the hunters uh, that are on the show yeah. are SOBs. See, my problem, Shelby, is that uh, I we have done this now for seven years since yeah. two, no. since uh, 2015. I saved our list. Hang on. What I was thinking, 2015 seven or 2016. We've done it. We've done at least five of them, if not six. Godzilla. And, I have a, my oh, previous list. Wait. Oh yeah. No, like, I'm I'm seven. trying not to repeat. I, th- I think it started uh, in minus, 2016. But yeah, minus your Orson Welles pick, all of those have been picked. At oh, some I, point. I know they probably were, but I'm just saying, if the one that I absolutely 
Yeah, so we've done six because the last one I have saved was 2020. I didn't save the screenshot from last year's. It's it's. I don't think it's as big of a deal as it used to be. <laughs> this no, is, you're, like, this we Shelby is not. This is this Shelby's yeah. first one. Right, we can't like. There's no way. Like, there's not enough horror content for us to give you well, 31 new things to there do is. every year. There is. I disagree. Well, I. It also doesn't help <laughs> that I try to like save that content until October so I can enjoy it. Like, oh, well, that's uh, what this list is for. Season. That list is this list is specifically for you and Zane Lady. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, technically, you could pick stuff off of YouTube, but there's a lot of crazy shit on YouTube now, too. Videos. I've been and- on this weird kick of sure. there's a mortician that goes through and talks about, like, different, like, massive oh, issues yes. and things that have happened. And she's yeah. super interesting. It's like ask, ask a mortician or something yeah. like that. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd love to know more about what's going to happen to me. Oh, no. It's about, like, like <sighs> shipwrecks and weird yeah. murders and... Like should, her earlier stuff is like why you should pick cremation over yeah. being buried in a casket or what happens to your body after you die or what a mortician does to you or what you should expect when dealing with a mortician after the death of a loved one, things like that. And she also does like grief counseling, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she helps you accept it and makes death. She wants to make death more not like a sad this is the end thing but more of a we everyone is going to eventually die so we want to celebrate their life and we want to yeah. celebrate the things they did rather than just she, be sad. she wants the stigma of it to be yeah there we go she wants to remove yeah. the stigma from it nope i vow to never accept death and never be happy or accepting of it so that is my promise to you and to her i will never <laughs> go I, I know i make a lot of jokes but i will never go we death yeah, same, actually. So, <laughs> nuts to you. Jesse, you go next. Okay. Uh, the next one I'm going to throw out there, because I don't think we, like, unless we talked about it last year, because I don't think we did, uh, Willie's Wonderland with Nick Cage. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I love it so much. It's I don't, so good. I don't, I don't know if it is, but who gives a shit? Go for yeah, it. Yeah, because I know, like, I know it came out last year, and I thought we had saved saved it for a spooky season. But yeah, that's, it's the Nick Cage Five Nights at Freddy's movie, and it is so much better than it has any right to be. Like, I just somehow enjoyed the absolute fuck out of that movie. We went into it thinking it was going to be the worst thing ever, and I, like, by the end of it, I would look at Jesse, and I was like, is it sad that I really like this? And he goes, no, I was thinking the same thing. It's really good. <laughs> I did not enjoy it as much as I wanted to. I still liked it, but something about especially nick cage the fact that he never spoke a line in the entire film the fact that this motherfucker is there's murders happening by animatronic monsters and he still feels the need to take his uh 15 minute break to play pinball i'm guessing you watched this without me because i don't recall any of this bob and i watched it when we were at Lacroix. you did not come down for it no it's very, very fun. I love the fact that it legitimately follows almost like the Five Nights at Freddy's gameplay because your character doesn't speak in Five Nights. You get read to. Like, your boss leaves you cassettes to listen to, recordings of, like, how to do your job and everything. And then that's just your job to stop the animatronics from getting at you in the room. Sure. The only difference in the movie is, like, you're not sitting in a room watching them. You're not security. You're trying to clean up this place. And shit's going down, but he's still doing the job that's been given to him. And also, if I remember correctly, it has a supernatural twist as opposed to... Well, I don't know. Is Five Nights at Freddy's supernatural? I never got into the series. 
Yeah, well, uh, kind of, sort of. Definitely, um, I would say. Because, like, in Five Nights, the whole reason everything went down is, like, the guy was trying to, the guy who made the animatronics was either trying to bring his son or daughter back to life or something like that, or trying to preserve their spirit because something happened. I believe, I don't remember exactly, I never got too deep into the lore, but I did watch a couple videos on, like, what the fuck was going on. Um, and that then it just kind of spiraled man. wildly out of control from there. And so all the children that they took in and killed became the new animatronics. That same old story from Hollywood. God. Anyway, yes. Classic. Willie's child souls. Willie's Willie sees one. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Willisie. It's Willisie's Wonderland, Willisie. starring Viola Davis. I don't know. All right, let's go to Tanner. <clears throat> For my first one, I'm going to go with uh, Prey from 2022. Ooh, you know what? I almost put that so on my that list. Was good. I almost put it, it is... on my list, but I I hesitated. I'm glad I hesitated. It is the best Predator movie, and I don't care what Shannon's going to say. No, you're right. It is the second second best Predator movie. I have watched most of them now. Look, Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't argue. I still don't like the first one. I wouldn't argue with you on whether or not it's the best or not, because I also thought, I think it was the most competent Predator movie. I do. But I still, in my heart of hearts, find the first one more fun, just because I love that 80s big muscle bravado. Jesse, I mean, Tanner, the, the the, the muscle mass alone, uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, Carl Weathers. I like how you bring him up first, knowing that he's the reason I probably dislike the movie the most. What Jesse Ventura? Yes. Well, you got Why? time to bleed. I he, hate. He's in it. Jesse he's in it for Ventura. all of like fifteen fucking minutes. And when he's on he the screen, has, like, he he's a goddamn sexual tyrannosaur. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He throws out some phenomenal one-liners and then he dies. <laughs> that's the best part of the movie. No, the best part of the movie is that before you know it's going to be a horror film, when Arnold throws the machete through the guy and sticks it to the wall and he goes, stick around. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, oh, anyway, we're, we're not here to debate the first Predator film. Let's talk about Prey. Prey was a fantastic movie, and I am shocked and appalled that it didn't go to theater. That it was, I'm glad it went to Hulu, but at the same time, yeah. it deserved to go to theater. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we seen that now where you see these direct-to-streaming service movies that really deserved a theater run? And you, uh, you ask yourself, who's to blame? Is it because the theater system is dying? Is it because of COVID? Uh, they, I don't know. But either way, I got to watch Prey and not spend $30 on it. So, yeah. Fantastic. I ain't mad about it. That movie was fantastic. It was. It really was, and I'm waiting for the sequel. I hope that, yeah, that's, I, that's one of those movies that I plan on watching in October. So I'm you haven't seen it yet? It. Nope. Okay, then we'll spoil anything, but yeah, really, really good, and it really saved, because no matter what you say about the first film, Tanner, the first one is a classic, it's iconic. The second I, one... Yeah, I agree. The second, the second one, one's better. Be- it was really good, underrated. The third one, with uh, Adrian Brody, pretty good, still pretty good. The last one, it is an abortion of entertainment, and it's outlawed in most states. So, Jesus Christ, Shannon. Let's go on to... Oh, I guess it would be me. All right. Uh, oh wait, I gotta write down Tanner's real quick. Pray. Okay. My first pick. I just watched it a couple of weeks ago. I have I have talked about this show on on the podcast before because I love the show. There's a show called Kingdom. 
that is a Korean drama. It's a historical drama with zombies, and it's fantastic. Well, they put a movie out last year called Kingdom Ashen of the North, and it is a uh, prequel story. And it explains one of the characters you see at the very end of the second season of the series. And it gives her a backstory to set up what I now know is going to be the third season coming to Netflix. I'm so excited. Uh, I, I don't know how to describe it other than there's there's this girl. Her family gets fucked over. She gets taken in by these soldiers during uh, this, this war in Korea. And um, she finds out she's been kind of misled and fucked over since the beginning. She's molested. She's tortured. By these people who said they're helping her. And then zombies come. And then she... I don't want to spoil it. It's fucking... It's brutal. It, if you like a good revenge story with zombies, you're going to love it. It is called Kingdom Ashen of the North. It's based on a webtoon. I don't know what that means. But make sure you watch it. And also watch the series, Kingdom, on Netflix. It's fantastic. Uh, web, it. Webtoons are uh, online comics that are free. Oh, well, hey. Go read the comic, too. Why not? Fuck it. All right, Lindsay, go ahead. Uh, well, I'm going to start things off with uh, season four of Stranger Things. The whole season. And if you haven't watched any of season Stranger Things, then just watch it from the very beginning. <laughs> I think we've put Stranger Things on here before, haven't we? So, have we? We have. Okay. Yeah, we've definitely talked about it before. Yeah, straight, but at this point, like, I think everybody that wants to see Stranger Things has been watching Stranger Things because, like, damn, that show is fantastic. I love yeah. that show. I, yeah, no, I really enjoyed I, season four. Other than the sporadic length of the episodes made it a little difficult. Um, but the, at the, the end of each episode, of I just things. wanted to keep going, even if I had already been sitting there for four hours. What's that, Shelby? I was going to say, the first couple episodes of season four kind of drug on for me. I was like, this is a lot of exposition for saying we already know who these people are. Um, let's get into the thing we know is going to happen. My my only problem with Stranger Things, and I have not watched season four, but at some point you get the, to me, I call it like the diehard syndrome, where it's like how many times can something happen to the same people? Like... How many times did yeah. John McClane have something fucked okay. up happen with him? Here's the thing, though. Season four kind of ties it all together about why it's been happening to these people. Which is good. I haven't watched it yet. I'm hoping to see how it all comes together. I think it's a fantastic series. I'm just not in any... I don't have an urgency to watch it, but I know it's good. I know it's good. And apparently there's a guy on there named Eddie Munster. That's fantastic. I think his name's Eddie Munster. I may be wrong about that. It's, it's his name is Eddie. Eddie's fine. All right, let's go back to Jess's <laughs> fiance, Shelby. Uh, I'm going to say this one now because I'm afraid it's going to be taken. Beetlejuice. I always watch it every year, regardless of whether or not it's October, but especially in October, uh, it's it's the best. I love it. It's everything I want to see in a, in a ghost movie. The better question is, is how much have you spent on Beetlejuice merchandise at Spirit Halloween already? $60? Oh, that's, that's it? not terrible. Yeah, she's got me. But she was, got this dope but ass. But it was on one thing. Yeah, there's this dope ass sign. Hang she on. Grabbed... Is, it the, is it the light up Beetlejuice marquee? Yes. yes. Hold on. Let me turn it on. Oh, she's trying to get on, ladies and gentlemen. That should be hung up on the wall for the Oh yeah. Yay. Oh man. Hey. Nice. Beetle guys. Yeah. I have a little uh shelf right over here that's gonna have all my Beetlejuice stuff on it and this is gonna be hanging over it pointing down to the shelf. I still have not been to Spirit Halloween and I'm disappointed in myself. 
Oh, wait. I did I didn't I did buy something else but it wasn't from Spirit. Uh I did find a ramen bowl that was Beetlejuice themed and it says Ghost with the Most and has a sandworm on it and it was ten bucks, so technically seventy dollars, but it wasn't all at Spirit. Tanner, every time I find out new things about you, I'm disappointed. You're like the Spirit Halloween dude. That's like That's, your thing. I know. He was so excited for it, posted in the group chat and everything, like well, I would say I'll say something controversial right now. Tanner disagrees with me. With I like Andor. It's growing did, on me. I, I don't yet. disagree with you. I just I couldn't. I so as a side note, Lindsay and I watched the first two episodes, and I was very like, uh, I mean, it seems okay. But then by the time episode three was over, I was sold. I became a fan of it. Now I'm anxiously awaiting. They took the least Again, interesting which Star is Wars I character. Think they put the first three episodes up. Yeah. To make you want Bless to watch you. through all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I so Shelby still needs to see Rogue One. Oh. And, and oh. then we're gonna watch it. Then we're gonna start well, on the Maybe Andor. it'll hit her different if she watches this and then Rogue One. No. Ooh. No. I mean that may be fair. No, because Cassie. I mean I purposely had a friend during the prequel era that she hadn't watched the original ones because she wanted to watch one through six in that order so she had star wars hit her a little different than the way most of us had it yeah you take a fucking day and watch all star wars related media and see where you land every show <laughs> every <laughs> movie i mean Alphabet- i would totally do that but you can't do it all in one day well then don't fucking run your mouth if you can't do it in one day because there are people out there doing it right now anyway i have no idea what that means let's go back to jesse i don't know what it means guys I'm, I'm my blood pressure is I've, I've tapped out. I'm off literally the charts. I'm literally fucking dying. So I don't know what you want from me, Jesse. Uh, all right, my next, next one month, I'm gonna do next next year, next October. It's gonna be a live seance for me. That's the special. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, the next one I'm gonna do old. Ah. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, the name. The name of the film is old. It's uh it's so the, the short. Uh, it's I think it's on it's either on Hulu or Netflix uh, is where I watched it. But yeah, basically these this group of people uh, they're on vacation. They go to this island and they're just their age is rapidly accelerating, or their aging is rapidly accelerated. Right. Uh, and it's 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 pretty good. It's a fun watch. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's kind of disturbing. Yeah. Well. I'm just. I, I'm, <laughs> there were a few. There were more than a few things that were pretty fucking disturbing in the movie. I'll be. I will agree with that. I'm, I'm just happy Jesse has forgiven M Night Shyamalan for what he did to him with. Uh, I have not forgiven him, Avatar. and I will never forgive him. I watched the movie. It's based on a different comic book. But he still directed it. He did. Yeah. He did. It's fine. It was. Look. Hey man, I'm on your side, brother. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go to Tanner. Uh, let's see. Next, I'm going to a podcast forum. I'm going to uh, the Bridgewater podcast from Aaron Mankey's Grim and Mild. Uh, for me and Hunter, this is kind of the inspiration for the sh- Can you say that one more time so I can get that? Uh, Bridgewater. Bridgewater. B-R-I- yeah. yeah, all one word. Uh, it's, a, it's a scripted show from Aaron Mankey's Grim and Mild that me and Hunter kind of got the idea for our scripted show coming up this month. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's really good, uh, very horror and paranormal themed, uh, with a great cast, uh, including Nathan Fillion. Who you can also so, see in the new Nathan. TV show The Rookie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't think that's new anymore, is it? Like that show started in like 2018. 
Oh, yeah. I, I just saw an ad for it for the first time. It's new to me. It's like it's like NBC <laughs> Musty TV. Then. Yeah, it's new to me. <laughs> it's also got Will Wheaton in it too, so go check that out. Uh, the Rookie or Bridgewater? The Bridgewater. Okay. Okay, that is a podcast. That is a podcast. You can find it on Apple Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, anywhere you get your podcasts at. As you can this podcast. Tell your friends. As you can this one. Yeah. Uh, my next pick, uh, I just watched this a couple days ago. It's on Shudder. It is, uh, it's not perfect. I will say that, but I really enjoyed it. And for what it was, I found it very interesting. Uh, it's called Raven's Hollow. Raven's Hollow is the story of Edgar Allan Poe as a young man with his... I heard about that. I want to see that. Yeah, he and his uh, military friends, they're all in the military and they're coming back from like training when they stumble across a man who is tied up to some kind of very evil-looking altar and he's gutted. And as Poe asks him what happened, the guy just tells him the raven and uh, they wind up in Raven's Hollow with this body and then they're trying to find out who killed him. I don't want to say anything else about it. I love the little things they threw in there that tie to the Edgar Allan Poe like stories. Like there's a woman who is lost named Lenore there. Uh, one of the characters in the movie is named Usher. It's just, there's a lot of, lot of stuff that ties into the, the mythology of Edgar Allan Poe. It, it, I will say this, I will say this. Cause if you're like me, you're looking at, you watch the trailer and you're asking yourself, is this supernatural? Because they don't really say, and I, I thought to myself, okay, is it supernatural? Is this going to be a murder mystery? I'm just going to say it now. So you don't have to worry about it. It is supernatural. Because it's based, you think it's based on Edgar Allan Poe, and so it's going to be like historically accurate. If this is historically accurate, someone was on fucking opium, and it wasn't just Edgar Allan Poe. And you'll see what I mean he when you see. He was drunk, sir. Not in this, not yet in this film. In this film, so basically in the movie, he's kind of like. Do you remember that movie, that show, The Mentalist, and that that mm-hmm. era of like the detectives that just was like super smart and, and could tell everything. That's yes, what Poe is. That. That's what Poe is in the beginning. He's like this super smart, really uh, attentive, almost like detective who's trying to unravel this mystery. But as it goes on and shit gets more fucked up, he slowly unravels. And you see him go from this like super, like almost boring personality. He never shows emotion. He's very like clear cut. And then by the end of it, he is screaming and he's just a mess. It's pretty good. So yeah, Raven's Hollow. It's on Shudder. I've always said this. If you don't have Shudder, you need it, especially in October. It's fantastic. Lindsay. Uh, I am going to go for an older dive this time. I have been rewatching Sequest because I'm a nerd. And season one, episode nine of Sequest is Night of Shadows. It is basically a Halloween episode where they come across a sunken ship that has pockets of air and they go in to investigate because they're seeing lights on in a ship that has been sunk for well over 100 years. And I like those ghost stories. I like when shows that don't have anything supernatural have the, the, the Halloween episode. Quantum Leap did the same thing. Spoiler alert, probably. Um, <laughs> it's, it's always fun. And I, when Lindsay told me this earlier, I did not know that Sequest did an episode like that. I admittedly didn't watch a lot of Sequest. It's one of the episodes that always stuck with me, too. And it was one of my mom's favorites. Like, I remember we used to weekly tape it um, when it aired. And every now and again, just randomly, she'd go dig through the tapes. She'd be like, which one has that ghost ship episode? I want to watch this. And there's nothing scary. To me, one of the scariest things is ghosts, like a ghost ship. That has always creeped me out. The only thing scarier than a ghost ship is the current Republican Party. Let's go back to Shelby. I'm going to say Army of Darkness. Oh, Uh, yeah. 
I love it. I just, I absolutely love it. It's so ridiculous and over the top, and I, <laughs> I love everything about it. Um, so we've had that on here before, but only as the trilogy. I don't think we ever did the individual films. We had one year that just said the Evil Dead trilogy. So I think talking about Army of Darkness separately is important because it is the most batshit insane one of the trilogy. That was what got me into it because that was the first one I'd seen from any of them. Um, and I remember just being a little kid running around my backyard with a stick yelling, this is my boomstick. <laughs> my dad was like, yep, that's that's my kid. Uh, my kid just watched a weird movie, and now she has a chainsaw arm and a shotgun. It's great. Um, <laughs> I'll never, the part, my favorite part of that movie, <laughs> when the fucking skeleton is just going, playing the, the, the flute as they're marching. <laughs> so many questions about that. And the part where they're blowing the skeletons up and then one just goes, let's get the hell out of here. And they just start running. That always makes me laugh. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite parts is like when he falls down in the graveyard as he's going to get the book and they're just like putting their fingers yeah. in his eyes. And, yeah. just and like, like pulling his mouth. Yeah. To the side. yeah. It's so fucking goofy. Because I watched the first one I ever watched was The Evil Dead 2. And that's, I mean, that's everyone's favorite because it's, I mean, it's probably the best, but I watched Evil Dead 2 and then I watched the first Evil Dead. Then I watched Ooh. Army of Darkness and like, what a different, what a different series of films if you watch it like that. Oh God. I'll, I'll never forget in Pulaski, or Pulaski video store, there used to be a big Army of Darkness standee and I just, I'll never forget that tagline of what was it? Trapped in time, surrounded by evil, low on gas. Never, never forget it. I love that. That's such a good fucking movie. And Bruce Campbell is the goat for sure. Did, uh, I love some Bruce did, Campbell. Did Kirk Water tell you about that cardboard cutout? Kirk Water. Well, shit. I should have asked Kirk if I could have had that. I would have loved to have that. I would have given that to Shelby as a as a wedding present. I would have loved that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Army of Darkness, fantastic, Jesse. All right, my next one. We're gonna do choose or die. Still haven't watched that. It's a it's a new one on Netflix where uh, basically it's it's a a computer game sort of where you log in and it just tells you you know choose or die and you have to choose something horrific to happen uh, or you die <laughs> and oh. it's and it, oh boy yeah, it's pretty straightforward pretty very straightforward concept uh, yeah it was it's it's an enjoyable movie I'm not gonna say it's like phenomenal but it's absolutely worth watching well one thing that i've discovered when it comes to horror films is they don't have to be like citizen kane they just have to be fun horror is supposed to yeah. be it's either supposed to scare the shit out of you or be fun it has to it got to be in the somewhere in that in that realm and i think this one is it's in that like fun side of it where like there are some pretty like grotesque scenes in it uh but like not very many it's mostly just like it's it's fun kind of creepy kind of fun like it's i, I enjoyed it quite a bit I still need to watch that. Tanner. Oh, whew. sorry about that. Uh, so I'm a huge fan of the Tremor series. Hell yeah. Uh, all the way through. Uh, so I am picking the last one. Uh, Tremors 7, Shrieker Island. Uh, mainly because it was a sad one. And I don't want to get into why it was sad because it spoils the movie. But it was it was a good one. Is it Bert? Yes. Oh, no, man. Come on. I mean, I guess after fucking six sequels, you got to let them go. So it was it was good, though. It was. Jamie Kennedy's good. not in it, is he? Nope. Good. Good. 
good. John good. John Heater is though. I do like John Heater. He was for those of you out there who are going to who he was Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Just for the record, and he was in Blades of Glory. More importantly, he was in Bench Warmers. No, I think more importantly, yeah. he was in Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, that's right. uh, Tanner, I stopped watching. I haven't seen uh, whichever was the they went to like the Arctic. Or am I crazy? Was that one? That was that was six. Yeah, that's yeah. The I haven't last seen one with Jamie Kennedy. Okay, I haven't seen either of those two, but I love the original Tremors show movies. And do you know there was a show? Yep. Yep. Which didn't go anywhere somehow. Nope. I don't know. You know, and that's what that's what introduced me to the track because I remember watching the show. I think it was on Sci-Fi. Yeah, I think so. And like Dad, so. me and Dad would watch it, and he goes, "You know, this is based off of a movie, right?" I'm like, "Well, let's watch that." And we <laughs> and we did. Kevin Bacon. Uh, uh, Fred. Uh, oh God, he passed away not too long ago. Not Fred, Fred Willard, because uh, Fred Willard was a different guy. I'm gonna look it up. I feel terrible that I forget the guy's name, but I'm not feeling my best right now. As everyone, Fred knows. Ward. Fred Ward. That's it. You got yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Really good movie. And then the second one was also really good. And then they were just got weird. Wait, wait, wait. Time weird. out. Time out. We just we just passed over the fact that Reba McIntyre was in that movie. She was. As a gun crazy. Oh, she'd fit right in with the Republican Party now. Gun-toting I mean, so, liberal monsters coming after me. So, so would Bert. Bert. And then Grandpa, then Grandpa from the Three Ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> God All right. Let's move on. Hold on. I forgot to write that down. Tremors Ass Blasters. No. I don't Shri- think that's the title. I mean, that is what one of them are called. That's, but that's Shrieker Island. That's what, yeah, that's what one of them are. They're Ass Blasters. Are you serious? That's, yeah, yeah the ones that fly. Yeah, so they go uh, uh, Graboids, Shriekers, Ass Blasters. Yeah. Somebody just wanted to have the title Ass Blasters out there. They wanted yes. to take it back from the porn community because they had it for far too long. So anyway, they just started blasting. They started blasting <laughs> asses. All right. My uh, my next one, I do this every year. I put one on there that's just so heavy. It's not meant to scare you nor entertain you. It's meant to break your spirit in every way. And I got another one this year. Last year, it was uh, The Dark and the Wicked, I think it was called. This year, it's What Josiah Saw. Oh boy, what Josiah saw. Josiah see. I can't tell you because it would spoil the movie. But basically, it is about a broken family after the. uh, I don't even want to say this, even though it's like the first five minutes of the movie. The mother hangs herself in the tree out in the front yard, and the family is broken. It's two brothers and a sister, and their father, played by Robert Patrick. And it goes person by person years later, what each of them are doing and how they all find themselves back together again at the property. And I don't want to say too much, but it is depressing. It's, it's again, I do this every year. Last year was the dark and the wicked of, I think a couple years ago, it was 1922. I think it was what it was called. It was a Stephen King film with uh, Thomas Jane. There are some horror films that are just legitimately soul sucking, but it's so good. And what Josiah saw is one of those. There is one scene in particular that it's not scary, but it is so fucking disturbing. And if you've seen the movie right now, you're nodding. You're going, yes, I know exactly what scene you're talking about. It is so fucking disturbing. I was uncomfortable. I have seen a million horror films. Nothing really makes me uncomfortable. This made me uncomfortable. So the movie, What Josiah Saw, it's on Shudder. Again, Shudder is a godsend for horror. And it is amazing. 
So check that out. All right, let's go back to, Je- uh, to Lindsay. Lindsay. So in other words, I'm not going to be watching the choice that you just made. <laughs> I no no. You know what? I think you would like it. When I say it's disturbing, it's not. It's not bloody. It's not gory. No one dies. It's just a scene that is. It's just fucked up. Like you're watching it going, is this actually happening? Like this is so weird. Uh, but I think you would like it. I think you would like it. It is a it is a southern like gothic horror film. It's really good. Okay. Well, as Shannon had said, spoiler alert. Yes, I do have the Quantum Leap Halloween episode also. Um, Granted, this is original run of Quantum Leap, not the current one that's running. Um, It was season three, episode five. It's called The Boogeyman, where Sam leaps into a horror author. And as he is there, deaths just keep happening all around him and then popping up in the writing of the book that is currently being made. Is this the one with the goat? Yes. Okay, because that's the thing I remember the most about that episode is he's dancing with that fucking goat in like the the stormy castle, and like, am I am I right? Uh, or am no, I you're it wrong? thinking of a different one. There is a goat in this episode, but they're not dancing with it. Oh, okay. Well, I need to know which one that had his. You're thinking of the episode where there's a cult that they all think they're vampires, but they're not. Yeah, that sounds about right. Is that on your list? That's a good one, too. No, it's not. I couldn't find the exact episode of that one, but the, this one was a good one. Um, it's it's a mix of bad luck and a little bit of paranormal mixed in. And then uh, the, the fun uh, joke at the end is that uh, a kid that's helping him out with their Halloween party, little Steven, his mom comes and picks him up and they say, bye, Mrs. King. <laughs> I like when they did a similar thing on Code Monkeys where he sold his ticket to E.T. to a young M. Night Shyamalan so fucking silly anyway Code Monkeys like you Shelby go ahead I really liked Code Monkeys I also (laughs) liked Code Monkeys I love you whores I love you whores (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Juon, the original Grudge. So it's what the Grudge was based off of, and it's actually a lot scarier, and it has a little bit more like some of the things make more sense. Like this random white girl isn't in Japan for some stupid reason. And- uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Hey, you put she some respect on Buffy. Mm-hmm. Listen. <laughs> She seems very out of place and just very much like they just needed her in the movie. Like, so did I. They were just like, ah, oh, yeah, no, hey, there's a name people know. Let's let's throw her in here. <laughs> All right, I just I have to say this before you tell me about Juwan because I really love Juwan as well. I have Juwan and The Grudge both on uh, Blu-ray, I think, because I love them both. But I I really did like The Grudge. It's one of my favorite horror films. Yeah. So I Thanks. like The Grudge. So just want to throw that out there. We're not dissing The Grudge. You're just saying Juwan is better. Yes. I, I just think the story is more, it's, there's more to the actual mythos behind the the actual entity that's haunting the, yeah. the place and the girl and everything. Like, I don't know, it just feels more like it's oddly flushed out for a ghost story. <laughs> Can you make the noise? Yeah. I can, and then it makes, and my mic will pick it up. 
Tanner's did. Uh, Yours sounded like a belch. The ghost is full. That fucking movie, uh, <laughs> when I saw The Grudge in theater, I think I've told the story. I don't know if you ever heard this story. So I watched it. I went to. I was going to go watch The Grudge with Bob, but Bob decided instead to go get high with a bunch of friends. So that's cool. So I went to The Grudge by myself. It was like the first movie I ever watched on my own. And as soon as we get in there, like this dude, this dude walks in and he looks at all the people in there and he just yells out, God damn, this motherfucker's thick. And really set the pace for the film, if you know what I mean. So he sits down and I hear him talking and talking and this old woman behind him says, could you please be quiet? And he just goes, suck my dick, bitch. I'm like, holy shit. I'll never get tired of that also story. also the guy that's like, can't read that. Yeah, they're watching. It. No, that was a different. That was a different film. That was uh, House of Flying Daggers. Yeah, apparently people go into uh, Asian films not expecting to have to read Japanese or subtitles. Who would have thought? Anyway, did you watch? Did you? Did you? Uh huh. Okay. Have you seen the Juwan series that's on Netflix? No. Yeah, they. It's from last year, or maybe this year. It is a prequel series that shows what happened that led to the haunting. Oh shit. Yeah, I, I watched, feel like I would be less interested in that. I, well, it, I feel like we're gonna end up watching it. It's only like three episodes. It's not super long, and it's uh, it's more of a drama. But you know, yeah, it's. I, yeah, that's I, why I would. Yeah. I watched the first episode. It was good. It nothing scary happened, but it was good, and you could tell some fucked up shit's about to happen. That's the important. Wait, thing. is that? No, I don't think it's the same one. It's not about the pregnant woman, is it? I didn't see a pregnant woman yet. So okay, no. it's a different series. Yeah. There's a there was another series I watched, and it was fucking batshit weird, but it kind of gave me grudge vibes with some of the stuff that was going on. I was like, did I accidentally watch this not knowing what I was getting into? But no, it's that's a different thing. Did I write this series in my head and not realize it? I don't know. <laughs> Am I the ghost? <laughs> Am I the grudge? Oh, Jesse. I was the grudge the whole time. <laughs> you were the grudge the whole time. Jesse, you're marrying the grudge. Oh. That's <laughs> oh. alright. Alright. <laughs> And the little naked Japanese boy always bothered me. Cat. Yes. Can we, that's, a, that's a sentence you probably shouldn't have said out loud on a podcast. <laughs> Jesse, please, for fuck's sake. No, they will randomly click through and hey. only hear that part. Of course, yeah, they listen last, from the very beginning. Yeah, last year's uh, Freaky starring... Uh, oh, God, what the fuck is Vince that Vaughn. name? Vince Vaughn. Vince yeah, Vaughn. Vaughn. That's the one. Uh, yeah, he bodies like he is a uh, Mike Myers esque slasher, and he swaps bodies with the popular chick at the at the local school. And it's a uh, it's a very very fun movie. It's, I enjoyed the shit out of it. It's one of those movies that turns the old like it turns it on its head. Now you know what I mean. Like you're still got the pretty girl being chased by the killer, except the pretty girl is the killer, and Vince Vaughn <laughs> is now the pretty girl. and yeah Vince Vaughn like knocks that performance out of the park like it's it's so good like I really really enjoyed that movie well you could tell he's having a lot of fun with it oh yeah that's that's, 100% again that's the big thing with horror films I think is that if it's not like super scary it needs to be fun you need to look like you're having fun with it that's why I liked Happy Death Day so much and Happy Death Day to you. Oh god, those fun. movies are incredible. Yeah, they're just I fun. Like they're legitimately two of my favorite horror movies. All right, Tanner, what do you got? 
Uh, I am going to go with... Okay, so here's a question for you. Can I include a game if I wanted to? You know what? Go ahead. We're open this year. Uh, the Blair Witch game, the the newer one that's on Xbox and PlayStation and PC. But you're uh, going to talk about a game and you're not going to do Phasmophobia? We've talked about... They've watched us play Phasmophobia enough. I, but I need more people to play this Blair Witch game on the all chance that there could be a sequel. What what system uh, did you play it on? Xbox? Xbox and PC. Okay, I'm just going to put Xbox... P- well, it's on all systems. I'm just putting game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really great. It's in that found footage style. Like you're walking around as if you're the cam or not a camper, but as you're uh, the 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 officer out looking for a kid, and occasionally you have to use a camcorder that you find in the middle of the woods. So that's pretty cool. It's it's really fun. I'm sorry. I like the idea that you play the camera and you can't actually do anything. I wasn't gonna say they camera. Just... <laughs> I was gonna. I almost called him a camper. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be less fun. I just want to press start, and then you have to sit there and wait for someone to pick you up. And like <laughs> walk you around. <laughs> it's like an on rail shooter, except you're a camera. And then there's a bonus part later. It's DLC where your parents use the camera in the bedroom, and you just have to sit there oh. and watch it. Anyway, oh, no. I guess I'm. Oh, no. I guess I'm gonna go on to my next pick. Uh, Hunter didn't send his list in, did he? he no, he sent one movie in, and I got it. Which one, uh, Tanner? Can you just tell me what it is real quick so I don't make sure I don't steal it? Send it to me in the old chat, in the old Facebook chat, real quick. So I want to make sure I don't steal this. Okay, hang on. Okay. I hope it's your next pick. <laughs> I mean, it's the one that he like skipped another show to go see in theaters. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Oh, okay. Never mind. That's not that. Uh, my next pick, and I'm surprised no one else even thought of this yet. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I thought about it, but I wasn't going to take that from you. I wasn't going to well, take it. I assumed it. Hunter was going to be on and anything Ghostbusters themes was going to be on his list. Well, Ghostbuster, I mean, yeah, Ghostbuster and I, we share a, uh, <laughs> Hunter and I share a very big love of Ghostbusters. So uh, it could have gone either way with us. And we've talked about Ghostbusters on here before. I don't think it much needs to be said about it. If you're a Ghostbusters fan, it's the sequel you always waited for. If you're not into Ghostbusters, it's a nice modern re, you know, story that will appeal to the kids but I still think you should go watch the old ones to, to really get the emotional context of the movie. Cause if you just watch this one and you don't watch the previous ones, you can, they explain everything, but you're really missing the gut punch to the heart. However that works. So ghost, I, I almost didn't put this movie on my list because I have so many actual horror films on here, but ghostbusters afterlife. I, it's a, it's got ghosts. It's got monsters. It's a good fucking movie. And it's probably my favorite movie of the last 10 years. So it's got to be on there. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Fantastic. It's a very, very good film. It is. Very I I cry every time I watch it. And I will never not cry. The moment I stop crying when I watch the film, the pills have Did just I cry taken away. You probably okay. laughed at me crying. I don't know. I remember you tearing up a little bit because we watched it with Shannon. Yeah, I got, I got like sentimental, but I don't think I cried. Not like, oh God, there's some movies that Jesse makes me watch and I'm just fucking ugly crying so hard. And I'm like, why did you do this to me? Don't ever let him put on scrubs. <laughs> How to save a life. He God regularly watches it. I, yeah, I mean, scrubs is one of those shows like I, I throw on, I throw it on in the background a lot. He's yeah. sleeping. He's taking a nap on the couch, and I'm sitting there like across his legs watching it as I'm drawing. Uh, well, as soon as, as soon as you see Brendan Fraser, get the fuck out. See, I, oh, yeah, no, I, that is that is the the hardest. Ben is the hardest uh, character to lose. 
I don't. Uh, I, I don't watch those particular movies or TV shows. I did have somebody in my life that made me watch the most. You you know those uh those like teenage. I forget the dude's name. Hunter knows his name because he's an author. He wrote all these books, and they're all what was it called the the um the fault in our stars stuff like that. And you oh, go yeah. you go into these movies thinking, oh my god, this is some fucking dramatic teen tween bullshit. I'm not gonna care. And then I have to pause the movie halfway through because I'm crying and I feel like a f- complete idiot because I'm s- I'm hold 64 on. and I'm hold crying. On. Hold over on, break it down. I, hold on, <laughs> that hold on. All right, Lindsay. I'm breaking down. I know. Uh, Wait, Lindsay, so hold on. Since... Hold on. What? Hold on, I'm breaking down. <laughs> just, just, just give me, just give me a minute. All right, go ahead. All right, all right, here Let we go. Let me know when I can continue. All right, all right here we go. Because right. I'm going to use the one that you told me I can use I'm since down. we actually went to see it together. Yeah. And that is Nope. I loved Nope. I want to see it. I want to see it real it bad. really good. We missed it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Man, when Nope showed up in that movie, it was insane. Nope was my favorite horror character of the past five or six years, honestly. Nope. The casting for Nope was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never get tired of that joke, but Nope is a good, good movie. Jordan Peele is a great horror director. This movie was just really good on all fronts. And I liked the slight twists with it, too, that I wasn't expecting. Also, the the it's not named Nope. It's named Jean Jacket. Literally, I'm not making that up. Uh, you'll you'll know it when you watch the movie. That movie has one of the most traumatizing horror movie moments I've seen since Hereditary. Uh, it 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 will. Oh shit! Yeah, there is a part in there. I can't spoil anything, but it'll fuck you up. And the movie's not what you think it is. So nope. I must have blocked it out. No, you were you were doing that thing you do where you put your hands on both sides of the the chair and you like scrunch back in your seat you look to one side with one eye sort of open looking like you did the entirety of that movie of what was it called underwater oh that was just me being extremely claustrophobic yeah that's (laughs) what this was yeah shelby's not gonna watch a movie called underwater this this part that i'm talking about in nope was extremely claustrophobic but i was very unsettled everything unsettles you that's not entirely true. It's All not right. entirely wrong either. Shelby. <laughs> I'm going to go with Silence of the Lambs. Ah, the only horror film to ever win Best Picture. And they did it by not calling it a horror film. That's one of the few horror films I actually watched before I moved out here. Coward. I really like it. It's one of the ones that me and my mom used to watch all the time. Uh because my mom apparently is is the reason that I'm weird. <laughs> Which, if anyone knows my mom, uh, you'll you understand. I what can a, confirm this. What about any of the se- uh, sequels or prequels? Did you ever watch those? Red Dragon. I watched. Um, yeah, I watched Red Dragon, and that was <clears throat> interesting. Yeah. Uh, I did. I didn't dislike it, but it wasn't one of my favorites. It was. It was just really weird. Um, and then the the series on, I think it was Netflix that did the series. NBC. NBC, yeah. NBC. Mads Mikkelsen. That was a good. It was yeah. a good series. Canceled before its time. One of those kind of movie yeah. shows. Yeah, really, really good. Silence of the Lambs was one of my favorite movies growing up. And I didn't even think of it as a horror film. I, did, I always thought horror films had to be monsters. If it's not monsters, yeah. it's not a horror film. But no, 
people are the scariest monster, as they said in the scary door. Uh, I, I heard that in Supernatural. And it's absolutely true. Buffalo and in a Bill. bunch of other places. Yeah. Like Fox News. All right, let's go on to Jesse. All right, my last one, because I, I don't remember if we ever brought this up one? on any of the shows. This is five, isn't it? Oh, I'm shit, sure. no, there's six. <laughs> I gotta make I gotta come up with another one. By days, not by uh, Yeah, my bad. I just like I was by habit, so I gotta find another one before the next one around. That's fine. Easy to do. Um I'm gonna go with The Fly. Oh uh, David Cronenberg's nineteen eighty six remake. Cause I don't think we've ever brought that one up and I just rewatched it recently. What did you it was it at work? Yeah. I'm That's, sad. I like that movie. That shit is gross. It is oh, so the gross. The fingernail scene is the fucking most uncomfortable. Pops thing. it into the mirror. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those like so uh, those that don't know this about me, like one of the few things that really like get to me is like that body horror stuff. And Cronenberg was the master of body horror. I say, why the fuck are you watching a Cronenberg film? <laughs> because sometimes to watch stuff like because like, so, sometimes I want something to really get to me like that, and so yeah, like it's. Uh, I don't sometimes know if Jesse just wants to be a freak. <laughs> oh, I don't like how you said that. Or that <laughs> sentence, really. Uh, but anyway, into the mic, really <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a really good movie. Like it's 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 fun to watch. Like man, it will gross you out. Like it is the practical effects in that movie are insane. Yeah, it's the 80s. They were always best yeah. in the 80s. Uh, if you like Cronenberg, he did just come out with a film this year. I haven't seen it yet called Crimes of the Future. And it is also body horror. So there you go, buddy. I also recommend he did one of my favorites. Uh, he, he actually acted in a film in, in the 90s called Nightbreed. He was the bad guy. He was this like doctor and he was he wore this mask with button eyes. He was fucking great. He's a good actor, too. So he's not just a great director, but yeah, Crimes of the Future. I think you would want to check that out. Let's go to let's go to Tanner. I will do this. Uh, I'm gonna go with a fan film. Uh, it can be found on YouTube, but it's called. Uh, let's see what was it? I know what it is, but the name, the actual title of it that they came up with was "Never Hike Alone." Uh, as many fans of Podzilla know, Shannon and my one of one of our favorite genres of horror film is found footage. It's true. Uh, my favorite horror movie series is Friday the 13th. That's true. Imagine what happens when they combine those two. I, you need, hold on. You need to do this in a more uh, like comedy, romantic comedy tone. <laughs> what happens when Tanner's favorite genre? <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at the cover for it right now. And is is this... So this is just a fan film for Friday the 13th, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, they ended up raising like nineteen thousand dollars to make the film, so that, so a little bit of it, you know, there was some production value that went into it. It was, it was pretty Wait, good. Hold on, so the guy that wrote Friday the Thirteenth wrote this, or is no. it just is it just based on his? It's because, based on his. Yeah, because I'm looking at it right now, and it says written by Sean Cunningham, and I was like, no, that can't be, and it's the same dude. Hang on, let me look. I don't think so, but. Because if that's true, then... It's, an, it's just another Sean Cunningham. He just happens to have the same first and last name. That would be pretty fucking funny. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not seeing anything about him on here. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the wiki for it right now, too, and it says written by Vincent DeSanti, Sean Cunningham, Ron Kurtz, and Victor Miller, but it could be one of those things where it's like based on whoa, characters. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, yeah, because Victor Miller is... So Victor Miller and Sean Cunningham are the whole reason why we haven't gotten a new Friday the 13th film. Those two assholes. Yeah, because that's the, that's the big fight, right? Yeah, it's over now. Right. I'll have to check that out. That does sound interesting. I can believe it. I can believe it if Sean Cunningham has something to do with it because before the the lawsuit happened, there was a found footage style Friday the Thirteenth in the making. I remember that. I was excited for that. I was excited for that. So yeah, I'll have to check that out. Um, since since we're doing all right, so this is a weird one. I'm gonna put this on here though. I debated it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. My next pick is a movie called One Hundred Monsters. It's from 1968. I saw this, and I think I sent the box art to this to the group chat once, and everyone kind of made fun of the uh, of the umbrella monster, and for good reason. It looks ridiculous. Let me find the the cover for this, and I'll send it to you. Well, I can't find the cover that I saw, but this is the Japanese cover for it. I saw the co- the cover that had this, and I was like, "What the fuck film is this?" And so I ended up watching it. It was on Shudder. There's actually three of them. It's it's this whole yokai series that this this one company did. And it's these same monsters. All of these monsters are like mythological Japanese monsters. You have the the long neck woman. Uh, there's the little umbrella dude. There's uh, the the kappa. You know stuff like that. There's three of them. There's 100 monsters. Uh, a very one a uh, one that's very uncomfortably named Spook Warfare. I don't like that one. And I forget what the third one is. I think it's Luke Warfare. I think the third one's called like To Walk with Ghosts or something like that. But this one is about this this village. This uh there's this magistrate who's crooked. They're trying to save their village as he's taking it over, and there's like a resistance to him. One of the people who is like beloved in the town is murdered by the Japanese gangsters uh, again during the samurai era. And these monsters basically come out for revenge against these people. And it really blew me away how good the special effects were for it. These are all practical effects in 1968 in this Japanese film. I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. It's old, but it's this old, like, it's an old samurai film with weird monsters. I really, really liked it. Shelby, I feel like you would either love it or be bored of it, but you would love the designs. So, it's on Shudder. I, I actually, I think I saw another thing very similar to this. It may just have a different premise to the storyline but it covers all the japanese monsters like that um and a lot of them are just like the spirits that inhabit objects so that's what like the umbrella monster and stuff are so they did a not a remake but uh i think it was takashi Mike did a movie a couple years ago that was basically a reboot remake of i think spook warfare but they kind of combined it's the same monsters so I need to watch that because this is only from like 2016, 2017. So take basically this, but give it updated graphics. I, I want to track it down. I haven't been able to yet. I'm going to have to look it up. But yeah, if, if you've got Shudder, it's only like an hour and 10 minutes. I, I really liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I was surprised how much I liked this movie from 1968. It's called 100 Monsters. Lindsay. Oh, uh, we're going to pull an old one out. I, I just did. Donald 1968. Duck yeah, well, we're going back even longer than that. Oh. It's an old Donald Duck short called Trick or Treat with him and his nephews, and they're pulling Halloween hijinks on their uncle. Hold on, I'm writing this all down. So this is a duck-based horror short? 
It's a Halloween <laughs> short. Duck-based horror short. Hang on it's a minute. A little quackers. You gotta rename somebody. Make an unrelated trip over to the group chat. Oh, I'm sorry. By the way, I have to. I want to. Um, I want. I want to clarify. It's actually called the Great Yokai War Guardians, and it came out last year. And it's from Takashi Miike. And if you know Takashi Takashi Miike is, you know that dude does some fucked up movies. So I want to find it. Lindsay, tell me more about I this. I didn't duck- make that a movie night. T- tell me more about the duck based uh, hijinks. It it's. They're basically uh, picking on their uncle, but then an actual witch shows up and causes even more hijinks with them. And it's from 1952. And Damn. it's only nine minutes long. <laughs> you got me beat. The, you know what? Now that, that you mentioned that, there was a um, there was a short I saw. It was when they they relaunched the Mickey Mouse thing. And it like uh, Goofy was a zombie. Do you remember yeah. this? That was yes, that actually do. disturbed me a little bit because this motherfucker was yeah. like Jesse. He was like Forsaken World of Warcraft zombie, like it was yeah, goofy it was... but bones showing and shit. Yeah, it was weird. That's good shit. It was creepy. Is All that right. the skin they have in Kingdom Hearts? Is there a skin for him in Kingdom Hearts that he's a zombie? I'm pretty sure. Hang on. Hold on. Let me look it up real quick. That I do not know. Mickey Mouse. Goofy. Oh God. Yeah, it's called Ghoul. <laughs> it's called Ghoul Friend. So I'm sending a picture to the group chat a still from the episode. What I love it about it, it's it's the old school Mickey Mouse look. And look but at Goofy. Look animation. at fucking Goofy in that. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh goddamn. Yikes. Yeah. He's fucked up. The fucking bone sticking out of his nostril. Yeah, <laughs> that that hurts me. Oh, don't like that. <laughs> All right. Well, I've disturbed everyone. Uh, Shelby, it's your turn. Last round, man. Uh, so I've recently gotten back into ARGs, and one of my one of my new favorites is called The Backrooms. It's basically a found footage of alternate reality game. Basically, they, a lot of them start off as like weird posts on Reddit or uh, Twitter, or just somebody asking about some random thing that leads a bunch of people to a weird um, Mandela effect, which causes more questions to come up, which re- like it makes the original thing seem real, and then people are like, oh my god, this is real, and then they're, they're wanting more stuff to come out and be seen uh, to try and figure out what this mystery is. Well, the back rooms is like a found footage thing where it's basically a space setting when you're when you accidentally like fall into it so it's, it's really strange you'd have to like really go and watch it but it's, it's a it's a bunch of found footage of people walking around in these things called the back rooms they're rooms that exist in space that don't exist in our space it's like a crossover space uh and there are monsters that exist in these space different types there's like the spider monster that has really long creepy limbs and it'll come out of the ceiling of the room that you're in and it just speed runs at you and you have to like get into a narrow passageway or it it gets you uh there's another one that makes this really awful noise and it's always around the corner no matter how far away you get from it when you turn around it's always there at the corner like behind you so it's pretty neat um and this is a game it's not it it's a game in the sense that when it first started you could be part of the like the feed for it like you could you could have been on reddit asking questions or like 
trying to dig up information on this video as it was being posted. And then for me, I go and watch the completed ones where they get all of the found footage and edit it into like a single movie. Um, but as it's happening, if you're, if you're there as it's happening, you'll only get like a 10 minute clip or a five minute clip. And then you're sitting there for another like two weeks to a month trying to be like, okay, what happened to this guy? Did this guy die? Like, did we get any more information? Has anyone heard back from this user? Because they've kind of gone off the grid. Nobody's heard from them in forever. They haven't come online since their last post. Like, it's like a, you're part of the game without actually playing an actual game. Okay. It's interesting. That sounds twisted. It's fun. <laughs> uh, Jesse, beat that. Well, I do want to start. So there is shit. a, uh, there's another, oh, I, it's okay. Sorry. I love you. Thanks, baby. Uh, so there's a uh, there, and I'm so I'm not recommending this. In fact, I'm doing the opposite. There's uh, a horror movie that I saw recently. I think it's on HBO Max. Uh, it's Malignant? called uh, "We're All Going to the World's Fair." Oh, I was gonna watch that. Is that not good? It, no, it's terrible. There's <laughs> so to start, like it's about an ARG, uh, and there's no paranormal anything to it whatsoever. Oh. None. Yeah, it's just about this girl participating in an ARG, and this dude that's playing with her thinks that she might actually be suicidal, and spoiler, it, it turns out she is, uh, and he talks her out of killing herself. That's the story. So it's not a horror film? It tries to be. It was it fails. It's bad. It's a really bad movie. Well, that makes so, me sad anyway. because that was on my list to watch, and I'm I'm going to trust you because I was yeah the, the thumbnail and the description me. had me yeah. sold. I was like, oh fuck, this is going to be cool. Well, it Jesse, Jesse, the film <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes has got an approval rating of ninety one percent. Are you kidding me? That's why People I say squalor. Uh, you cannot listen to reviews if you want to watch I a mean, film, like, and if you like this movie, more power to you. But you know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe people just like you know, it, it's kind of artsy. So maybe people like I don't know. It's got the pretentious vote. I I don't fucking know. Uh, and I couldn't really find another movie uh, that I that I wanted to recommend. So cool, I'll take go it. With the, oh, okay. Uh, I was just gonna say like, if you want some good horror stuff, like if you haven't heard me recommend it before, uh, go to reddit.com slash r slash no sleep or listen to the podcast that spun out of it. No sleep podcast. Uh, both of the like that's it's some great horror content. Yes. I'm torn because I think that's a good recommendation, but I also had one that I wanted to add. I had two that I wanted to do, so this gives me an excuse to do both. I'm torn. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. And uh, no sleep. No sleep. Uh, it's just called No Sleep Podcast, right? Wow. Yeah, uh, like you could do no sleep subreddit or no sleep podcast. Like both of those are, you could just say no sleep. Okay. Creepy pasta, same thing. Uh, speaking of which, so this isn't out yet. There's a whole bunch of shit that's not out yet or that I haven't seen that I wanted to put on my list because I've heard they're great. Barbarian, Smile, uh, the new Hellraiser. I, I think it looks Smile doesn't awesome. come out until tomorrow, right? Uh, possibly. That's what I mean. Like they're either not out yet or I just haven't been able to see them. Yeah, because I, um, I just saw an ad for it, and I was like, oh, I kind of want to see this. Jesse wasn't listening to the first half. Of the I, <laughs> I, I also want to see the new um, 
the new Hellraiser. And then I just saw one, and I meant to tell you guys about this. It's coming to Hulu on the 10th. And now I can't remember the name of it. It was called like, it's a creepy, it's based on a, they created a creepypasta that comes to life and it's called like grit, grimy cut or something like that. Oh fuck. I've got to figure it out. I'll figure it out and go, go buy it. But cause it looked really cool. Anyway, I, I want to see werewolf by night, but it doesn't come out yet either. Then you can't put it on the list. Save it for next year. I Damn. know. Uh, but keeping with the podcast, I'm going with Grim and miles, 13 days of Halloween. Uh, the first season had uh, Keegan-Michael Key, and it was another scripted-based uh, story. Uh, the first season was like an inta- a caretaker of a, either a hotel or something like that. Uh, somebody basically shows up there to do something, and he ends up taking them room to room every day, meeting different people. And it's just the 13 days of, of Halloween, and it's really, really good. What is it called again? 13 Days of Halloween from Grim and Mild. Grim and Mild? Yep. Okay. And that's a podcast. Yes. All right. Thank you. Sorry, I'm just recording all this. Um, you guys are gonna have to remind me. Did we ever do Reanimator? Yes. Because I feel like we have, but I looked through the list and I could not find it. Well, yeah, I don't. It, I don't remember. Because I've got two. <laughs> all right. So mine's mine's gonna be a split one in case we've done the other one already. So my first pick is Reanimator. It's from 1985. It is the classic Lovecraftian story of Dr. Herbert West and his serum that brings the dead back to life. It's Jeffrey Combs at his finest. Uh, It's Barbara Crampton. Uh, Is it Crampton or Campton? It's Crampton, right? I don't want to mispronounce. I follow her on Instagram. She would, if she knew I existed, she'd be upset. It is Crampton. Uh, But it's a classic. If you've never seen Reanimator, you got to watch it. It's that good. In case we have done Reanimator. Oh God, I've got three on my list that I want to mention. I'm going to go with the obvious one, though, just because we talk about these movies every time they come out, and we've got to mention it. VHS 94. Came uh-huh. came out last year. It's what I watched after the last time we did Terrifying Tanner Thursday broke me to the point that I almost quit the show. I locked myself in my room, and I watched VHS 94 by myself and literally like cried myself to sleep. Um, it was a really good movie, though. It's got some fantastic segments. Has everyone seen it at this point, Tanner? I know you have. Uh, yeah. I don't think I did. I haven't. So I'll, I'll I don't b- remember if you made me watch it or not. Oh, I did. We watched it just a couple of weeks ago because you literally, after we watched it, said, "Why did you make me watch this?" Because you were so disturbed by it. And mostly, it was the it was Ratma disturbed you because the first story. Is, oh yeah. Is okay, a- I remember now. <laughs> underground cult dedicated to a rat monster and this reporter's trying to find it uh there was the story of the woman who had to sit at the funeral overnight and uh yeah i've definitely not seen this and of uh, the it was but it, it was the one Lindsay i think that bothered you was the doctor that was kidnapping people and turning them into half cyborgs and you were just grossed out by all yeah. of the, the body stuff and then maybe i my don't f- like body horror in any way the most ridiculous one was probably the last one, which was a a militia group who wanted to overthrow the government, got their hands on a quote-unquote secret weapon. I won't spoil it. And they're planning how to... It's like... it's Imagine the Republicans now if they had a monster. It's pretty fucking good. So, oh, God. Yeah, it's... It doesn't go the way you think it does, though. Because just like the Republicans of the day, it's not going to end well for them. So that is my two picks. We're going to make that a double. It's VHS 94 or Reanimator. By the way, uh, VHS 99 comes out this month as well. 
just so you know. And it Ooh. also looks fantastic. Lindsay, what's your last one? Uh, my last one is another old school Disney one. It is The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. That, that, that just Ichabod because crane. it has that iconic image of the headless horseman surrounded by flames at the end of it. He's just getting ready to chuck the pumpkin. That scared me as That's a kid. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That that scared me, and then you know, Sleepy Hollow came out, and that's you know, whoa, Johnny Depp, well, jerk, jerk, jerk. That's all anyone cared about. The jerk, jerk, jerk was the masturbation sounds that everyone had. Yes, Johnny we Depp. understand. Okay, what year did that come out? Because I can't. There's so many Sleepy Hollows, I can't find. Um, it. well, it's it's listed so under uh, the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad because it was one of the package films in the uh, 1940s. Yeah, 1949. Yeah. I see it right there. Yeah, because I forgot how fucking nerdy Ichabod Crane looked in that. Uh huh. God, he looks yeah. like yes. a doofus. Yes. All right, and then uh, instead of taking the last one, our dear friend Hunter, who couldn't be here tonight because he is with his wife, uh, she had a surgery, and he is taking care. He's TCOB, taking care of business. Uh, but he did have a pick, Tanner. You want to go ahead and read that for us? Yeah, Hunter specifically requested that we pick uh, the newest Scream, which I guess is technically Scream 5, but just goes by Scream. Right. Uh, I, I still haven't gotten to watch it yet, honestly. Same. Yeah, me neither. I only know the spoiler. I do know the spoiler. Right. <laughs> and that's fucked up. But I've heard it's really, really good. Um, I'm going to just say a couple of honorable mentions that I'll have on the on the list next year in case something better comes out or in, in case something better comes out. But I do wanted to mention Glorious, which I've mentioned to you guys before as the uh, the glory hole in the wall uh, Lovecraftian. Oh, yeah. I've ancient seen that, that trailer. Ancient God voiced by J.K. Simmons. That's fucking fantastic. Oh, movie. yeah. I do want to see that. Uh, the Cursed, which Jesse and Shelby were not as big on as I was, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. And uh, Detention, which is another based on a webtoon story about a secret book society in, I want to say also Korea. I may be wrong on that. Uh, maybe No, it wasn't Korea. Where was it? Let me look it up real quick. But it's, it's based on a real thing where they were like stopping people from reading. Um, and it it ended up... I, I don't want to say too much, but it's it's a really nightmarish uh, film, and it's in Taiwan. It's a Taiwanese. Was, was the curse? Was the the curse the one with like the the kid that's staying with his dad? No, the or, cur- no, that was something different. The uh, curse was the one uh, about the the basically they're werewolves, but they're not werewolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I I liked way more than you guys did, but I really enjoyed it. That was one of my favorite horror movies this year. I just didn't put it on the list because I I want to talk about the other ones, but. All right. What was the movie that we watched okay. that had the like that had like the the kid was staying with his dad and the the super creepy neighbor got possessed by a monster? I can't remember the name of it. It was like was oh, I know which one you're talking about. Uh, because yeah. they, in the end they had like it, it was underground in like a tree stump. Yes. Yeah. Um, was it the accursed? Maybe the accursed. Maybe. No. No. Well, just because, just because no one mentioned it. Did uh, did we did we bring up Gone GM last year? I think we did because I watched Gone GM. Oh, I watched Gone GM when I still lived at Lacroix, and that was definitely at least one uh, episode. Is that what it was called? So, we'll have to look it up. But if not, we'll put it on. 
Because you definitely should watch that. Gone Jim Haunted Asylum. If you've never mm. seen Gone Jim Haunted Asylum, one of the best horror films I've seen in a long, long time. Actually scared me. Not that one, for sure. The Wretched. That's what I said, but just that's said no, no. That's what I said, was it? Like, I wasn't sure. Yeah, it is. I'm positive it's The Wretched. Yeah, yeah, it was The Wretched. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it had a, uh, a plot twist in it that was dumb as shit. But the rest was, was pretty good. Plot twist. The rest of it, it was yeah. great up yeah. until that point. Completely unnecessary plot twist. Yeah, agreed. That, like, killed the whole fucking movie for me. Like, and I feel stupid for not catching it sooner, because there was a point super early on where I looked at Jesse and I was like, like what is that? What is like that what doesn't the, make any sense? It's yeah, I was like that thing. makes absolutely no sense. That's really stupid. And and, then, like, and that's what they tried to like give you. Like yeah, this is that's you know this is the plot twist. You see, you get it now as it like takes you through all those scenes. Like okay, but it doesn't make any sense that that happened in the first place. Yeah, like that. that unnecessary if you it want weird. if you want a good film that does the whole plot twist at the end thing and then walks you back through the entire movie for the parts you didn't see there's a movie it's it's a very independent film out of australia i believe called lake mungo i don't know if we've ever had it on the list before but it's about a girl dies and her family starts catching her ghost in pictures and on, on video so it's a, it's a ba- it's filmed like a documentary and if you would tell somebody that it's real it would be convincing because they, I can't say anything because it would spoil the movie. But point is, they go through all of these different, uh, like her life history and the, and basically how she got to where she was. It's really good. And then at the very I like end, that of, one. at the end of the film, you think you got it all figured out, and then you discover something and go, oh fuck. So yeah, Lake Mungo, fantastic. All right, that's gonna do it for us. We're gonna wrap it up here. Thirty-one films or thirty-one things to experience this October. I'll get this list made. We'll have it on the face the Facebook tomorrow, and you guys tell us what you like to watch. Um, there's a whole bunch of back content. We may post all the movies from the past couple years. If you, this is your first time listening to us in October and you've you've never watched any of the films that we've recommended before, you have a lot of movies to cap, catch up on this year. We'll post them all. Anyway. So many movies, and most of them are pretty good. Some of them are bad. Some of them are bad. But <laughs> in fact, one year we didn't have any movies to recommend. Really, we had like six. We so did we, ones not to watch. We, we did ones to avoid. Yeah. Yeah, that was the 2020 show, if I remember right. Was it? Oh, everything was so. everything was bad in 2020. It wouldn't surprise me. Is that the 2020 or 2021? Because like nothing had come out. No, 22, uh, 2020. We had a must-watch list. It was uh, the one before that, maybe. Because it says uh, movies to avoid in October. Yeah, point is they were bad. And they should feel bad. Uh, We will not be back tomorrow with an all-new horse time. That's all. All right. For myself, for Jesse, and and I almost said Trina. For Lindsay (laughs) and Tanner and Shelby. Where the hell did you get Trina? (laughs) AEW. It's a long story. We'll see you guys next week. Maybe. I don't know anymore. Until then, Shelby, go ahead. Shelby, go ahead and take us out. Why do you do this to me? Why must you do this every time? I don't I don't like this. I don't like this game you play. It makes me real sad. Can you please let me get two words in to say okay we're out? Alright, but oh. now but now that we stopped recording, Shelby, uh go ahead and keep talking. Just for me. No one else is listening. <laughs> I don't trust you. This is still recording. You're lying to me. Hey Jill. Hey Jill.